Welcome to Off the Screen. Podcasts all about basketball. Available wherever you listen to podcasts. Mike, we are about one week removed from the end of the season. How are, dude, you, how are you feeling? I mean, dude, there's two games left for like every team. Yeah. yeah. We are we're, at, we're, we're at the finish line. We're at the finish line. We will, um, we're not going to do end of season awards until the season's officially over. So that will be next week's episode. But, uh, today we just wanted to do a little bit of a, a little bit of a run through all the different teams and kind of just give them all like a grade of like how we feel their season went based on whatever expectations they would have had. And, um, like, it's not gonna, I'm not gonna give like, for example, the Pacers an F for being a bad team. Like, they're expected to be a tanking team, you know? So, like, it's just what we've seen from them and, like, a general grade we'd give them. And then, yeah, from, from there, we'll just, we'll just kind of talk about, like, expectations and see, see how, how, we, how we thought their, their seasons went. Uh, depending on time, maybe we'll go get into the playoff picture. If not, then we'll address that with the next episode. Yeah. I mean, first up, to... I think we can say honestly that the Eastern Conference has been the superior conference. Like, I think for the first I time disagree. in a while, Denver Nuggets are. Oh, well, I just because they played one less games than uh, than Philly, are have the same record, and Philly's the third best team in the East. I think the middle teams in the Western Conference are better than the middle teams in the East, but I will say that I think. The um the East has the most the highest chance of like getting a championship. You know, like the there's plenty of good teams out East that I could see winning it all this year. Yeah, I mean, it's just I just feel like at least just looking at the top three. Or yeah, like, the top four. I'd even I'd even go to go as far to say. Yeah, like of the top four i only see like maybe phoenix having a chance of be- beating a, a one of the eastern conference teams and that's only because of kevin durant denver but i mean it's whatever <laughs> that's that's not even <laughs> what we're here for <laughs> all right um we got like 30 teams to get through so i want to try and jump into this quick since we're already on the topic of the east we'll start and uh i guess we could just work our way down the standings yeah milwaukee a like a a A plus. A plus. They do they, they met expectations. We know what they who they are. Like they're one see Giannis as an MVP candidate always like, will be. Like there's no surprise there. Um mm-hmm. Celtics, also A, given like we didn't know what this what the season was gonna bring with uh Coach Missoula, with the injuries to Robert Williams, like I'd say like Celtics again, second seed, like Awesome. Celtics, oh. Celtics I, I would also give an A, absolutely. I don't think there's any way to spin it. Um, everything that went down with, with uh, Ime Yudoka, having, like, I mean, Robert Williams has been in and out the lineup all year. I had him in my, in my, in my fantasy team. And, um, like, there's just been a lot that's been thrown at the Celtics, and they endured a lot of um, pressure and a lot of problems very, very, very well. They they off their finals run, we weren't sure how they were gonna hold up. Like we thought they'd be a good team, but no one's entirely sure how it's gonna play out. So definitely. I think we were a. confident until the until the EMA situation. <laughs> that yeah. that that thrust a lot of uncertainty. Um Tatum yeah. is on track to being uh, like fourth in MVP voting. Um mm-hmm. we saw the Jalen Brown really become like play at a all star level, like one of the best shooting guards in the league. Um, yeah. Like I don't I don't know what this the Celtics got good so much so that they changed the CBA to hurt them. Um I want to I want to actually instead of instead of just like running all the way down the list, I think it'd be better if we stagger. So let's do like two teams at the top of the conference and then two teams at the bottom and then yeah. kind of work our way there. So we'll do two teams at the bottom of the east and then we'll do two at the top of the west and two at the bottom of the west and then we'll just kind of work our way back and forth. So there's no like Exactly. Okay. Skipping around, you know. Well, I just want to run so, through the East. Um, right, so wait, no, 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 no. Why, why, why would we run through them? I, I, I want to like give good, good grades. Like, just why would okay. we just skip through all of it? I feel like there's going to be some teams we should talk about more, and some teams we should talk about okay. less. Okay. Which teams do you want to talk about next? 
well, all right. So we did the first two, so we'll do the we'll do the bottom two now. So, okay. uh, what's your what would you grade the Pistons? I don't know, like a C B. There was no real expectations for the Pistons. They're they kind of are at where we expected. Maybe you want like injuries to like really hurt Kate Cunningham, but we'll see what they can do with um, uh, uh, Wiseman. Like, yeah, I'd do the I, same. I'd give them a B. I like um actually I give him a B plus. I'd give him a B plus. I think uh the move for Wiseman was good and I think that um Jaden Ivey has been solid and like just like there's just been little things I guess as far as they as far as they go. The biggest thing of course being Cade. That's that's honestly probably why I'm most upset is just to see Cade upset uh, Cade injured again, but like I think the Pistons did a decent job for what their expectations were. You tank, they're like the bottom record in the whole fucking league so their chances for Wemby that's positive that's a positive uh Kate oh, Cunningham's health is a concern so you don't get as much development out of him that's kind of why I would give them a B instead of or a B plus instead of like an A I mean that's where I was like I was the big like C's just because like they just they didn't exceed expectations they were just like at expectations you know yeah um Charlotte F F F. I'm going to give. I'm going to give Charlotte continues. They have like no direction. I don't know. Like yeah, yeah, they're ass. I'm, it's nice to see them finally tanking, but like, I don't like everything. Everything that went on with Charlotte, like building up to the season and this and that, and then like this season came about and there's not much going on. Michael Jordan. I'm not actually going to give them an F because they're supposed to be a tanking team, but I'm going to give them a fucking C minus. No, dude, they, they're, like, we're going to compete. I'm just like, you're going to compete with what? And then, honestly... Who said they're going to compete? <laughs> um, no, but it was just, like, uh, I didn't, like, maybe, maybe like, 13 seed, 12 seed, because they were sniffing the play-ins, like, the, the past couple of years, and I'm like, I just expected the team to grow. I don't know, just... No, I'm giving them a, I'm giving them a C because I'm glad they finally committed to a tank. Not their fault. Not intentionally. It's more just the situation. I think in that case, in that case, and... they can't get they can't get credit for something that was not intentional. I C minus. Yeah, I'll give them a C minus. I'll give them a D. I'll get. I'll give. Yeah, a D will be the grade for for the Hornets. I don't like the Hornets. I don't like the direction they've taken, and I don't think they really did much to to get to a better position for whatever they're trying to do aside from lose, which they've been doing anyway. So. Yeah. so yeah. So, uh, with that being said, I think I can move on from the Hornets. I don't even want to talk about them. <laughs> okay. Nuggets. So, uh, okay, Nuggets. A. A. One seed. Everybody got healthy. They, they, they became the best team in the West. They, um, yeah. I don't. I don't think there's even much more to be said. Like we, we've been saying this whole time that when the Nuggets are healthy, they're one of the best teams in the West. It's something yeah. that we've been saying for two years now on this podcast, and it. It just finally happened. They got healthy. Um, Jokic is playing like a, a an MVP once again. Once again, like breaking records as far as advanced stats, and like I think that's good enough for for Memphis yeah. for 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 Denver. I think I think it's good to move on there. Memphis, <coughs> I have to say A plus, but oh my god, is there a lot of asterisks to that A plus? Why do you have to say A plus? They beat the expectations that I had for them for the season. Why? Like, this is the third year in a row. Like, Memphis has beat your expectations like four years. When are you going to start expecting good from them? <laughs> like, but dude, we're talking about second in the West. They're two and a half games behind. They were second Memphis. in the West last year. <laughs> but like, last year they were surprising, and usually teams, a lot of teams regress. Uh, especially like younger teams, they tend to regress. Look at your Phoenix Suns. Look at your uh, Charlotte Hornets. Like, uh, your Atlanta Hawks, like after a successful thing, they, there's a tendency for them to regress. They didn't. They played dominant for a huge well, chunk were missing of the their season. best player, and so is and so the Grizzlies. So, no, wait, wait. A for less time. B the 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 Suns were the missing their best player, and Chris Paul is aging, and DeAndre Ayton didn't want to be there. That's the other thing. There's a lot of internal issues that were happening with the Suns as well. Yeah. No. Okay. But I'm just like saying, like with Memphis, it's for all the all the stuff that's happened, like on and off the court for Memphis. 
for them to be second, two and a half games behind Denver. So there's a wor- there's a world where uh, if if Joss kept playing, they'd be the one seed. Yeah. And also there are there are two games ahead of Sacramento the third. They're like five and a half games ahead of fourth Phoenix. So so I'm like they beat. I feel like they beat the expectations. Okay. I suppose. That, that, yeah, yeah, no, I, I would give Memphis an A. Memphis, Memphis was, was good. A, like, A minus at worst, maybe just because of, like, you know, off-court things and blah, blah, blah. That, All like, the noise, yeah. Yeah, like, you, 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 you sold a little bit because of that. Like, you, and, and, like, you, you could have you finished really strong. I will say they've been maybe the most annoying team this year. Oh, my. You guys, if you guys know me, like, you know how much I've hated on, like, Everyone in this, yeah, <laughs> like just a team yeah. in general. Yeah, Dylan Brooks in particular has has racked up a lot of hate this year, but um, I don't Lots know. They can too. ball in Memphis. They can ball in Memphis, and that that's what fucking matters at the end of the day. Yeah, not all on right, the Houston... road. Yeah, no, not at all. Houston Rockets. I'm going to go ahead and give the Rockets a C minus. B, like they were not D. expected. They were not expected to be good, so we all knew they were tanking. But like, I will say D. This, this, this see... you can't you can't have the worst record in the conference three years in a row. That's fucking awful. Like, develop your team just a little bit, bro. You have talent. You need to you need to cultivate that. Like, have some progress. OKC and... wasn't just bottom of the league over and over and over and over again. No, but it's like the to like the collection of talent they have. They just don't play together, and they have the ability to win. Apparently, Houston can only only plays <laughs> only beats top seeded teams. But I'm like, you just want to see, you want to see a team. I need to see and development now. I, I don't think the they rebuild have phase it. for a long. T- they've been in the rebuild phase for a long time. I need to see them start putting pieces together. I need to see those pieces start to work. Like. You don't have to be a good, good team. I need to show some progress. I need to see some type of winning at least. Not like that you have to win, 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 win. Of course, you still want like the Wembenyama sweepstakes of this and that. But like, I want to see development from the from the from the talent, and I want to yeah. see like really good acquisitions. Jabari Jabari Smith has been Jabari Smith Jr. has been really good, like home towards the closing out the season and everything. So, like, there's there's promise for the Rockets, but like, I don't know. It's just not as compelling as I want it to be right now. I I'm sure they still have a chance, but like, it feels like they're moving slow on this rebuild. It's like, how many times are you just gonna be okay with being the bottom bottom of the league? Because at some point, you want to instill some type of winning culture, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, San Antonio, B C, yeah. like San Antonio. I will give, I'll give San Antonio and. I will give San Antonio a B plus because B+. I must, okay. I'm going to say we're counting off-season moves as well, right? Because mm-hmm. that's what geared you up for the season. They traded DeJounte. They trade, they, I think they, they, they finally like are committing to the, to the rebuild properly. And I will give them a little credit for that. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. they're where they're supposed to be at. Yeah, Devin Fitzell showed some promise. Keldon Johnson has been showing promise. For the past few years, so like, yeah, definitely. I think that that's a fitting one. Like a B plus is probably what I'd give them. Yeah. Uh, no. On to the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. Hey. Hey. Easy, easy. Um, Joel Embiid, MVP candidate. Heated, heated debate for this MVP race, which we will get to next week. I'm not dropping any type of hints for what I'm going to say next week. Um, <laughs> and I think. The biggest thing is that uh, James Harden has has shown me a lot. That was the I think the biggest question mark was James Harden and if Tyrese Maxey had another step in him. And I think I think it's a very well built roster. I think the D'Anthony Melton trade was a good idea. I think the Sixers have just been making little moves here and there. Uh, PJ Tucker acquisition, like they've been um they've been improving, yeah. just like year over year, little by little. And I think it's it's all building on top of each other. Doc Rivers is the biggest question mark for me in the Sixers, but like. <laughs> Outside of that, I think I think I'm very happy that everything's been happening with the Sixers. Hey, yeah, don't have anything else to say about that. They're they're where we expect them to be. Um, Cleveland Cleveland Cavaliers, A plus, A plus, A plus, hands down, hands down, A plus. That Donovan Mitchell trade, 
fucking genius. And I, 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 I like when when they were able to get it done. I was like, this team is going to be this team is going to be scary as fuck. Like this is going to be a great team. Absolutely is. Traded for Donovan Mitchell. He dropped a career high first year on the team, seventy one points. Blah, blah blah. Everything's going well. I've seen good progress from um from Evan Mobley. Just like um uh, as far as his his. He may not have a huge jump in counting stats, but you can see his, his like effectiveness on the basketball court and stuff has been a little better. His uh yeah. his defense and like all all that. Like um he's just getting more comfortable as an NBA player. A plus for the Cavs. Probably yeah. the A plus might be my my strongest grade for the Cavs. Actually, no, okay. The Cavs and one other team that we'll get to later. Are going to be tied for for my my favorite as th- as far as I give them the highest grade. Yeah, so no, but it's the like, Cavs have an A plus, but like an A plus plus. <laughs> oh yeah, no, the Cavs are amazing, and just just to preface this, like how good they are, they are the fourth seed. They're one and a half games behind Philly, a perennial mm-hmm. contender. They are three and a half games ahead of the next of the seed below them, the Knicks. So like, yes, by far, like I knew they were going to make the playoffs. I didn't know they were going to be the fourth fourth best team and look like the the fourth best team in it coming in. And at times they look like one of the better teams in in the East. I'm going to go back and listen to the pod because I'm pretty sure I predicted them at four. <laughs> I might have I might have placed that exactly. I I, I think it's uh, well. Keep in mind the reason part of the reason is like I didn't see the implosion of some of the other teams that we had <laughs> in the East. Like what? What teams? What teams did you think uh, would be higher, like Miami? Miami and the Nets. The Nets. The Nets. I forgot. Again, we're, we're, okay. we're doing about preseason. We'll get to we'll get to them later. We'll get to them later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh wow! It's been a long season. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Orlando Magic. I will give them a. Yeah. Hey, great. Paolo, great pick. Um, I've seen seen good development from Franz. I went to a Magic game this year. It was very fun. I got to watch them kick the shit out of my own team. So, um, yeah. Uh they they've been fun, man. Like they have a they have a really good roster. I'm I'm very happy with um the pieces they're collecting between like Franz, Wendell, uh Paolo. Jalen Suggs, I want to see a little bit more from. He's still super young, so we have time. But like, I, I'd like to, I'd like to see him become like one of those key pieces. Markel has had like one of those better comeback stories and stuff. So I'm, I'm, I'm liking the Magic. Uh, Jonathan Isaac is the is the sore thumb of the Magic right now. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm very happy with them, and they seem to be showing a little bit of promise while still being bad enough to get a good pick. So definitely, I'm, I'm a fan of what the Magic have done. Yeah, the Wizards. Were, F. 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 Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I agree. The Wizards have an F. They 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 gave Bradley Beal a supermax contract. Probably shouldn't have done that. They Kuzma and KP Christoph, have been yeah. have been, uh, like it's been interesting. Like the, having the three of them, but like it's just not working. You know, like it's not going anywhere. And the Wizards have made a lot of questionable moves for a long time now and i think it's time that they commit to a rebuild or something so f easy all right oh well they're okay no this is the one this is the one this is the one the sacramento kings Kings, a plus a plus hands down no i don't i don't know if anybody expected the kings to be this good um i saw the odds were like the odds were insane i think it was like 200 to one for um Betting or like two fifty to one for betting um the Kings to win the division, and they did. <laughs> so, like I've seen bets where people put down like uh like twenty five dollars and they they walk out with like six grand. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, no, so I mean, uh, Kings, beautiful, beautifully done. The Dem- Monte Sabonis trade was a good pick. You picked up the yeah. pace, uh, which we've always said like this team works really well off. Uh, we're running at the pace. Don't know what the fuck yes. Luke Walton was doing there for so long. Um, yeah, getting rid of Luke Walton is a, is a big W in itself. Mike is it Brown. Big, is, it, Mike, is it better Mike... than... Wait, is getting rid of Luke Walton a better upgrade than what than uh, get, getting Sabonis? Yes. 
<laughs> yes. Uh, I don't know. Savonis is nice like that, but Luke Walton's ass. Uh, Mike Brown, coach of the year conversations. Not deservedly. Not gonna. Deservedly, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say who my coach of the year is, but he he's he's on my list for sure. Mike Brown has been a great pickup. Sabonis, you, um, that's been great. I know that was in the trade deadline last season, but like you know, they've they've had time. Like Sabonis and De'Aaron Fox meshing is part of it, right? Um, Kevin Herter trade, fucking beautiful. Got him for like nothing from 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 Atlanta. Uh, great great move. Keegan Murray, incredible draft pick. Um, he's 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 performed great for them. Uh, it's all around. He's been he's been he's been a great rookie. So. Um, one hundred percent. The Kings A plus that they tie with the Cavs for the highest grade. And there was one team I was thinking of that I'm actually going to put slightly below them, but they're still going to be an A plus. But they're but the, that's not gonna it's not gonna be held to the same regard as them. These are my two like hundred percenters. Yeah. Um, Phoenix A B plus B. I'm not sure, because I don't think any team can acquire Kevin Durant and get any and, and and not get an A. Well, because they no, because this is about like expectations of where they are at if, for the season, and this is where I'm like hesitating with my grades. Like Phoenix can compete. I did say they're the team I think that has the strongest chance to come out of the West, mm-hmm. but like we. Can, like we, I can't attribute them being the fourth seed to Kevin Durant. I can't really attribute anything to the Kevin Durant trade. Any anything, I will say that unlike other teams who've made like splashy trades in the trade deadline for a superstar, they're doing a lot better. So if we're great on that curve, then yeah, they're an A. But it's like I haven't seen anything come out of it for real yet. But like they, they are, they are. I, I'm happy for the Suns, and at least for the next like season or two, they'll be competitive. All right, so my logic for the Suns, right, is that they started off with championship aspirations, right? Mm-hmm. Things didn't work out, Devin Booker injury, blah, blah, blah. Um, the team's not necessarily working out well. We start to see that things aren't, things aren't so great anymore in Phoenix. Chris Paul is clearly aging. It looks like their championship window is shutting fast, right? Mm-hmm. Because you, you don't necessarily look like you can proceed with a core of Booker, Mikel Bridges, and DeAndre Ayton, and everything's going to be fine because of everything with the chemistry, DeAndre Ayton, and all that was going on, blah, blah, blah. Phoenix looked like the, the window was closing for them, and out of nowhere, they acquired Kevin Durant on f- a four-year contract. That means for as long as Kevin Durant is willing to play for them, they will be a championship contender, hands down. Yeah. So that... Adjustment on the fly—that's Ty Lu level, <laughs> in like 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 mid-series adjustment. You know, like like that was that was a very very good play from them. I can't fault them. It may not mean they win this year, which is fine. I honestly think, considering how bad they were, they really don't have any business being a four seed anyway. It's just that a lot of teams in the West managed to struggle for for extended periods throughout um throughout this season. So I will I'll give them an A. Yeah. Um, okay. Portland Trail Blazers. F. D. D. You get a D only because Damian Lillard has been maybe the best point guard throughout this season, debatably. For me, Portland as as just like through the regular season body of work, Damian Lillard is probably the best point guard this year. Yeah. For me, Portland. Actually, I think they're a better spot than uh, than Washington, but still, it's kind of like, what direction are you going into? Like, I think they're all, they're only in a better spot than Washington because Dame is better than Beal, and because, well, and they have young pieces. They have good young they, pieces. They have, Anthony they have young Simons. Pieces, yeah, yeah. So like, I I see like their team is like has more potential than Washington, but it's also the same thing. I was just like, are you building a contender? Or are you just at least, or, or what are you? What is what's what's the goal? What's the five year plan for this team? I liked Shaden Sharp as a pickup. Trading um like Josh Hart for like Cam Reddish just didn't seem to make sense for me. You know, like um if they're trying to compete right now, why are you taking these younger project players that weren't necessarily 
aren't necessarily seen as like great rotational players right now, but could be down the line. Why would you trade w- one of the better role players in the league in Josh Hart? You know, like if you're trying to compete right now, then what what are you really doing? What's the direction of the of the franchise? Yeah. Which is difficult because you want to try and um maximize Dame's window without ruining your future. So it's it's a tough it's a tough line to walk, but they they are not walking it well. <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> They have once uh, again let down Damian Lillard. Right. And then we got Jazz. Utah. B. Hey. They have a lot of good pieces. Um, I lied. A. A. I lied. Yeah. Like because we're counting we offseason moves. We, we, Go Bear trade was were... a fleece. <laughs> yeah. Go Bear trade alone gives them an A. I'm tripping. They're like borderline A plus. No, but it's also where you see the team at. Do you? No one. Everyone expected this team to be near bottom of the barrel. Uh oh, they got Lord Marketing. Oh, they got like these random pieces. You didn't pick anything, and then Lord Marketing. Lord Marketing becomes all-star. an all star. All star becomes an all star. He becomes an all star. They they start off on a tear, have the second seed like like a month or two into the season. And then they fall back. They get the high draft pick. So they showed promise. They they realize that they traded for an all star, and they still get a high pick. Fucking genius. A, a. The Gobert trade was a steal. The Donovan Mitchell trade was also great. The Gobert trade ruined the market. <laughs> well, yeah. Genius. So all good for them. Like, yeah. and the funny thing is, they can get good. Timberwolves, I feel, are uh, don't have a long term future. So they're gonna, they can they can play good, be good, and get young draft good draft picks in the future. Perfect situation yeah. to be in. No, exactly. Great, 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 great plays from from the Utah Jazz. Danny Ainge fleeces yet again. <laughs> uh, back to the oh, uh, we got the two New York teams. Perfect. Uh, Knicks. A. A. They started off. They started. It was looking rough. They turned it around. They have good pieces. The Jalen Brunson pickup, absolutely genius. It was, it was a great move. Um, Julius Randle has returned to form. He's, he's had a great season so far. I like the, the Josh Hart move. They, they just made a bunch of little pickups. They, they did it. They put it together. I'm, I'm happy with the, with the performance from the, from the Knicks this season. Yeah. Um, Brooklyn? Oh, that one's tough. Expectations. Brooklyn is hard to weigh, okay? Because I will not hold it against the Nets that Kyrie Irving requested a trade. Yeah. So it's like if we're doing off of preseason expectations, then I would be like, oh, it's an F. But like if we're doing from what they had to deal with with Kyrie, and then like even the trade, the the trade deal with with Durant is a very good one too. So Brooklyn Brooklyn managed what they could have, as probably with a B. I think the the Jack Vaughn thing was also like a really good move. I just think that um, you need to Brooklyn play kind of soured. It's really huh. They need to play Ken Thomas more. Yeah, Brooklyn Brooklyn has soured its relationship with Kyrie, which may be on them, maybe not entirely, but like I I do think like given the situation they had, like the front office managed semi well. So I'll give it like a B B minus because you're losing your superstars. But in reality, I don't think it was entirely their fault that they did. It's one of those teams where it's like, it, it, I have to give a grade pre-deadline and then uh, another grade after the deadline, the trade deadline. Because if to we're be doing fair, before the trade deadline, then I'm like, I want to be like, oh, like, D, because of uh, they were not where we're at, and then the fact that they were losing their superstars. But if we're looking at all the adjustments they made post that deadline, like, I want to give them like an A for that. But it's like, so average as an all encompassing like rate. I'll give it like I'll give it like a B minus. Yeah. I think. Um, I I like Mikel Bridges. I think had they had they made if it was possible for them to make a trade for like a star, they have so many good role players that like that would have been a good play. Like I I don't know the specifics of if they ever tried, but I really do think like if if they could have tried to make a move for like Pascal Siakam or like one of the one of the stars who may have been able to move on the market, then that would have been a very solid play for them because they, they have a lot of great supporting pieces. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, next up, we have the Indiana Pacers. Uh, 
A minus. A minus B plus. Yeah, around that range. Like it's good development. Um, a lot more winning than I expected. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton's look great, and then you know you have like Benedict Matherin was like in rookie of the year conversations at first, but he's he's good. I've, I've, yeah. I'd probably put them in like A minus B plus range. That's that seems fair to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chicago Bulls. D. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah the pause the pause and then the same great yeah that that seems fitting um they're not playing well at um, all the reason they don't have an f is because of injuries because you can't control for that but like every yeah like you can't account like... for you can't account for lonzo's injury lonzo's injury is honestly like huge 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 for them um, I probably yeah on the on the season I I'd give them a D like it's not um it's not been very great for them and there's not much the Pat Bev pickup was 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 nice they've been they've been winning a lot more since I guess but like I I'm not I'm not sold on the Bulls I'll give them a D like you're overall. telling me the Bulls were would have been the tenth seed at the beginning of the season yeah like no, no. I mean I could have believed that well it, the expectations were not there yeah. Okay, next up, we have the Clippers. B. Oh, this is a tough rating. B, B is probably, yeah, because they've had some success. They've had some not success. I'm happy to see Kawhi playing more games. I think that's my biggest thing. I'll, I'll, I'm comfortable giving them a B. I'll leave it at that. because It could also be recency bias that I saw them uh, smoke the Lakers yesterday, but... Yeah, no. I mean, they're the, they're, they made it to the five seed after overall struggling a lot. Considering they didn't have like healthy lineups and stuff, blah blah blah, you can't fully control that. But I'd, I'd say B because they managed semi well through that. Yeah. Golden State Warriors. F. D. Like. Yeah, they're <laughs> fresh off the finals. They're they're fresh off a championship. I mean, correction, they're fresh off a championship, and now they're the sixth seed. See, it's not even the, it's not even the fact that they're a six seed. It's um, it's their road the record. One, it's it's a lot record. of different things. The road record is. I'm just gonna take that alone. If you're gonna be bad, be consistently bad. If you're gonna be good, be consistently good. You're not gonna tell me you're gonna be like the number like if this was a if it was a home. They're record, like the third best you, team you'd in be the like West. The third best team in the league in terms of home record. Yeah. Just looking at it, uh, looking at it right now, the third best team in the league in if for their home record. But you're scraping like I think their only team that's worse than them on the road are San Antonio, San Antonio, Houston, and f- fucking Detroit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So the bottom three teams of the league, exactly, exactly. <laughs> that's that's disgusting. That's not acceptable. I don't know what's wrong with the Warriors. They got rid of Wiseman, but on some like expensive shit. Like it, it, it was a lot for them to get rid of Wiseman. D for the Warriors. They and the funny thing is they can still probably turn around and win a championship if they wanted to. But like, well, looking matter. at their home record, they are one of the better teams. Yes, but the problem is they will not have home advantage in a single series. Yeah, and maybe like unless. Unless, oh my God, they will have home advantage if one of the playing teams in the East makes it to the. <laughs> That's how they'll have home advantage. Oh my God, no! Yes. I mean, I, I just, I just don't know what to say about the Warriors. They're such a polarizing team. I don't think um, there's much to be said. Like it, it, it's, it's, it's all right in front of us. Like it, it's pretty self-explanatory why we gave them that grade. I think. Yeah. Um, hopefully yeah. everything's good. Okay. Teams. Yeah, no, for sure. Okay, C. A. A plus. A plus. Okay. They, they, they. Shay took another jump, thirty-five and five. Um, uh, basically, Jalen Williams. Williams, absolute great pickup. Um, the the pieces are meshing very well. They're looking very good without Chet Holmgren. I can't grade the Chet pick. Because he obviously hasn't played for them. But, like, if the Chet pick works out to be as, as good as he could be projected to be at, at, at his peak, then OKC's absolutely terrifying. Filthy team. Like, great oh, team. OKC, don't they have, like, Houston's picks and, like, a couple other teams' picks? They're still, like, 
growing through the draft. Houston picks? I don't know. They have Clippers picks. They have, um, I believe they have Net picks, Nets picks. They have a couple of picks from Boston off the Al Horford trade, I think. But didn't they have the Houston one because uh, we, they, they traded for Westbrook? Okay, see? No, Utah did. No, I'm talking about a couple years ago when uh, Westbrook went to Rockets. So wouldn't they have a couple Rockets picks from that trade? Uh, I don't know if those have passed already. Maybe, yeah. Actually, you're, you're, yeah, you're probably right. And then, yeah, no, I mean, a great grade for, for OKC. Uh, Over-exceeded everyone's expectations. I think everyone was, a lot of people were still thinking they'd be bottom of the league and this and that and that. They've been competitive. They've been clutch since the, since the turn of the year. They've been, like, top four net rating or something like that. Great team. Or, not, well, I guess technically I can't say great, but very good team, very fun team to mm-hmm. watch, you know? Um, Timberwolves. C. C minus is what I'm going to say. Um, I will credit a little bit of injuries and just say maybe they need some time to sort out the whole Rudy and Cat thing and figure that out. The I like what I, I like the the improvement from Ant, how well he's been playing and stuff. The um D'Angelo Russell trade is a little tough to kind of gauge you know like the timberwolves let me pull up all the exact details of that trade actually because i don't want to i don't want to butcher that so yeah but it was like the timberwolves were a playing team last year they do this move no for... but the expectations from the offseason is a lot and also i no, think the gobert trade no, no, was no, just no. a bad trade timberwolves expectations were that this was going to be a, a blockbuster but everyone else was like what the fuck is this Malik Beasley, it, it, it was, like it was not even just the uh, the the just the amount of things they gave away to get uh, Rudy Gobert, but it was just like Cat and Gobert on the floor at the same time. No one had high expectations for the Timberwolves. If anyone had expectations for the Timberwolves, they were a lot of people Minnesota. had expectations for the Timberwolves. As a regular season team, a lot of people thought the Timberwolves could be a decent regular season team. I guess they saw something I did. Well, I feel like I was justified. <laughs> I think injuries injuries might be more of a problem. I think the Timberwolves will be a little bit better next year, but like, I don't know what the ceiling is on that. But yeah, I'll give them a I'll give them like a C minus C C minus. They gave away a fuck ton of picks, bro. But like, if it works out, I'm gonna give them a C minus. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're lucky I don't give them a like, 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 like in, in the D range, D, D plus, but like, that's giving them benefit of the doubt. Maybe I shouldn't give them benefit of the doubt. You know what? D plus. <laughs> uh, your team's next, right? Nope. We have the Miami Heat. Ah, Miami Heat? D. D. I think they. They needed to address lack of power forward or center because you can run Bam at the power forward, but they don't, they're, they're, not, they're not fixing a lot of issues with their roster. I think J- Jimmy's prime is going to waste. Um, I mean, these are old things that I can't really hold against them now, but the Kyle Lowry contract and the Duncan Robinson contract are both awful. Yeah, no, it's not a good spot to be in. Yeah. They're going to be a scary seven seed. Because it's like I'm hoping they perform it's better. Scary. But they're going if they manage to keep the seventh spot, they're going up against Boston. Be they're fresh series. off a of conference finals and they're and they're in the play in tournament. To be fair, it's still technically possible for them to not be in the play in tournament, but still. Oh yeah, they they can it's between them and Brooklyn. Their record is only this good because Jimmy Butler's the man. Like like straight up. Like Jimmy Jimmy has had such a great season and it's it I feel like it's going to waste. It's so sad watching Jimmy's prime go away. Like like be wasted like this in this in in this time period. Uh Hawks. C D D plus. D yeah. They they still have John Collins. The they're they still have John Collins, you're right. Never mind. D. I'm taking (laughs) the plus away. Yeah, the like they have John Collins who doesn't really play for them. 
Trey Young is beefing with the coach. Trey Young's taking his private jets to be away from the team. Like, this team is messy. Like, yeah. no. The, De- the DeJounte move seemed good at first, but, like, it's it's not working out so far and blah, blah, blah. All this is going on between the, the team and, um, I don't know. Like, Atlanta, like, their expectations were a lot higher, and it has not been that good so far this year. Here's the thing, though. If you told me Atlanta last year uh, in the preseason being a seed, I'd be like, oh, solid. But I'm just like, I just didn't expect it to be like this. I don't, I, I wouldn't have thought solid. Not after the DeJounte trade. I would have had higher expectations for this team. But yeah. Yeah, just, I just don't like, just, I don't, I don't like Atlanta's do, direction. Can we just do Toronto just so we don't have to like come back? So you just want to? Oh yeah, because it's yeah. it's it's an odd number. You're right. Okay, yeah, and the Raptors. D D. Honestly, F actually. Like. Yeah, yeah. I'm not mad at that. I'm, <laughs> I'm really not. Like, we should have gotten better. Everything was pointing towards us becoming a better team, and we got worse. We couldn't control Otto Porter Jr. getting hurt. Okay. You, I give, I give them a D. D plus. I'm going to raise it for two reasons. One being the Jakobertel trade. We finally addressed our lack of center after fucking three years. Mm-hmm. And Yak is a great. A, he's been a very good center. Did I want to give up two picks for him and a player? No. But the player was Kem Birch, so I'm not that mad. And <laughs> We addressed a big problem, and Yak's Yak's numbers have been really good. Like um, his advanced stats, his his defense. We finally have an anchor to our de- to our defense. Like that's definitely a significant thing that can't be overlooked. And it's gonna it's gonna take more time to mesh. And generally, we've been a better team towards the second half of the to, post All Star break, I should say. Okay. Um, um. The other thing is Scotty Barnes' development has been really great, and the 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 other jump that Pascal Siakam took. But it's nothing on the team. It's more on individuals. Well, sorry, I shouldn't say nothing. The, the, the Yak trade was on the team, but the other two things are on individual development from our players. Okay. Um, for Raptors, had higher expectations. They have a bunch of expiring contracts with players that don't necessarily play well with each other that they could have moved yes. on or didn't. Everyone was expecting a trade for uh, OG Anunoby. That didn't happen. Are they gonna, well, OG's, OG's not one of the expiring contracts, honestly. But like, yeah, yeah. but, but it's, it's one of something they have a value. Uh, Van Vliet is, is a um... super high value. Supposedly, there were four, four first round picks offered for OG. Three, mm-hmm. yeah. But then they have Fred Van Vliet, who's an expiring free agent. Like, it's a lot and of like ass. this year. He was, he was, he was so bad, like in comparison to how he's been. And I, and I, I like Fred, I really do. But like, oh my gosh, it's been hard to watch this year. Yeah. So I don't know what, I don't know what direction this team is going in. I, I don't know. At one point, the player in the league with the lowest field goal percentage out of like anyone who's taking shots. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I like I like I like where Scotty's going. I like his clutch numbers. I like um, I like his development as a playmaker. At one point, there was a stretch where he had like 18 assists and no turnovers in like five quarters. Like he's really been showing leaps and bounds, especially in the later half of the season. But um. Outside of that, yeah, I'm not happy at all with the way that our team has been going. And now there's rumors about, like, Nick Nurse being unhappy or, like, perhaps leaving, going to the the Rockets and, like, us getting Ime Udoka or whatever. Like, there's just a lot of um unrest, it seems, in, in, in the franchise. Yeah. Um, Lakers. A. A. Yeah, they managed yeah. that Westbrook yeah. situation beautifully. They well, rebuilt they the team in a trade. Yeah, they managed all of it well. Like the all the trades they made, they they dramatically changed this team. The team that I thought was was doomed, and now if you told me the Lakers won a championship, I'm not going to tell you you're a fucking liar. Um, it's gonna take me a lot to believe it. Like to to think to think it happened, like I would have questioned like what happened with a bunch of other teams, but 
this roster does look competent enough to compete, I will say. If they're healthy, I don't really see a team. I like it. They can beat any team if healthy. Can yes. Um, Would I put my money on them in, in a Milwaukee series? Absolutely not. No, but they. But it's like it's it's a. Big I'm gonna difference. I'm gonna list some teams. I'm gonna list some teams, and you tell me if the Lakers beat them or not. Okay, let's have some fun with this. Will they or can they? Those are two different. W- Would you pick them? Okay. Celtics. No. Sixers. They can. Would you pick them? If you had to put a bet on it, which team are you putting money on? A fully healthy... Both teams fully healthy? Both teams fully healthy. You had to put money on it. Which team are you picking? Lakers? I don't like that. <laughs> I just think... I just this think is what makes it fun. This is why, this is why we love the NBA. No, because it's like... I think uh, Embiid, monster, crazy player, like... Yes. MVP, all-time great. AD, when he plays help, when he's healthy and plays well, puts up those numbers. Mm-hmm. And I think more efficiently than Embiid does. No, and Embiid I, is extremely efficient. Like this season, this season has been ridiculous. I'm just saying, and I, I think there's just like uh, AD is just like. 80 is such an amazing talent. 80 is nice. 80 is nice. The last time we saw a healthy 80 in the bubble, he was he was filthy. No, I mean even this season. Too remember, good. like in um, November before he got hurt. Oh yeah, I was just specifically referencing a playoff run, though. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. And finals run, championship run, I should say. Also, put some respect on that Lakers team. Fully healthy, LeBron. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm still taking the Sixers, but I understand you taking the Lakers. It's it. I could see it. I could see a case, but like if I had to put money on a team, I'd pick the Sixers. Sixers have the best player in that series, and they have a a better constructed roster. Okay, and uh, I think the main issues with James Harden in the playoffs these past few years have been his injuries. Um, do you take the Nuggets over the Lakers? No, I think it's a bad matchup for them. But I, it's not. It's not that the Lakers are a better team. I think it's that the Lakers are a really bad matchup for the Nuggets. That's my. That's my thought process with it. To be honest, the Nuggets have like over the years have under uh, like I feel like they've uh, for what they do in the regular season they've underperformed in the playoffs because they've been what? injured, like. The, the last time they had a good regular season, they made a conference finals. That was the bubble year. Yes. Yeah, but like, I'm just, I'm just saying. And then Jamal Murray tore his ACL the following year in like the middle of the season. Yeah, but they dropped the... Uh, that was so sad. I watched that shit live. I was so mad about that. Yeah. So I'm just... I think they can do. I, I like... Yeah, it's one of those things like, I'm not pretty certain, so I'm like... I see it. Mm-hmm. So you think so? You take the Nuggets. Yeah. Okay, I would take the Lakers in that one, just matchup based. Grizzlies. Yes. I'll Give me the, the Lakers. Lakers. Kings. <laughs> Give me the Lakers. Okay, Cavs. Ooh. That one is. I'm gonna have to take the Lakers just because of experience. That's fair. Man, this Cavs team is good. Donovan Mitchell is one of the best playoff performers in in the league. Oh no, Donovan Mitchell like is good, but, but like just the rest of the team. But yeah, do I trust Evan Mobley is a great defender. Is second year Evan Mobley enough to stop LeBron and Anthony Davis with Jared Allen. I don't I don't know about that. Yeah. Okay. Um, and from there, okay. Oh, never mind. I was gonna say, okay. Three more teams. All right, but we'll try and speed run this. Because we still have to actually finish up 
finish up the 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 grades. But um, three more teams. Uh, Suns. I'm taking the Suns. You're taking the Suns. Okay, cool. I would also take the Suns. Clippers. Every head-to-head matchup in the past couple years tells me Clippers. I will take Clippers. Warriors. I take Lakers. Uh, who has home field? Uh, Lakers. Currently, Warriors. Yeah, but I, I think the Lakers could... I don't know what the Warriors are going to do. I just don't see it. Warriors don't have anything to stop. They don't, they don't have anything to, to stop AD, I think. They're, they're undersized. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Pelicans rating. A. A minus. I would give them, I'd, I'd give them a, a, a very solid A if it weren't for injuries. So I'm going to go with A minus. I feel that if they were fully healthy, they'd be like the second or third best team in the, in the, in the West. If they're fully healthy, they're a top four seed, I think. They're, they're taking the yeah. fourth spot from, from, from Phoenix at the very least. So A. So, like, on that point, I guess A, but just, like, so, so much of it is out of their control. Mm-hmm. I'm sad uh, Sacramento didn't hold that two seed. Yeah. So, it's, yeah. yeah so, just, A minus, A minus, I'll, I'll give them, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and last but not least, or maybe least, <laughs> Minnesota. Wait, no, we talked about the Timberwolves. We didn't talk about Dallas. We skipped Dallas. Oh, Dallas. F. 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 How do we skip? We skip one of the most exciting ones. Oh my gosh, the Kyrie trade, Mike. I was, I was nervous to come on here and call that trade ass because I was like, what if they prove me wrong? They didn't. They didn't do it. Fucking suck. They got rid of their only good wing defender. What do you expect to happen? Oh my gosh, Dallas, 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 Dallas. Dallas. What are I they? Don't know. What are they doing? They were the, the only reason the fifth seed is like is competitive right now is because Dallas fell through because no one was talking about the fifth seed and then just Dallas kept slipping and slipping and slipping. Yeah, and they keep lose. I feel like they lose in the most embarrassing ways. Like the Christian Wood trade looked good. Oh yeah, no, no, no embarrassing as hell, embarrassing as hell. But like. like I don't know. It's something about it. The Christian Wood trade looked really good. Um, like, like, like. Okay, I shouldn't say really good because I was questioning it because he's not a good defender, you know. But like, it looked solid, you know, like a good rotational piece you could you could have added, and he was gonna be like, like, uh, like a uh almost all star, like below all star level, but like good player next next to Luca. Jason Kidd does not give him minutes absolute waste waste of a trade do you you blame the actually for the maps do you blame the coaching or do you blame the 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 member the team the players coaching and front office i just i blame the front office more than anyone else i i blame the front office more than anyone else it's roster construction is their main problem 100 and now it's like you're going in the off season um it's like how do you keep Kyrie? Should you keep Kyrie? Well, there's so much there's they so many have, factors involved. Here's the thing though, they have to keep Kyrie. Because otherwise you made all that trade for nothing. Exactly. Dallas is in a spot that I I'm just Dallas is in the kind of position that makes me happy I'm not a GM in the NBA. <laughs> I'm sorry, in the history of the league, have you seen two we've seen multiple attempts? Of two, of two guards who are offensive fire powers and nothing else. What have, what is their success rate? Uh, Portland, uh, Lillard and McCollum, nowhere. Um, Conference finals. They got those were lucky breaks to get to the Still, conference finals. You we can't say nowhere. And then they got sw- yeah. and then they got swept by. Uh, uh, it was a close sweep. They were up fifteen points every game. Uh, Bradley Ask. Beal, Bradley Beal, and Bradley Beal and John Wall. John Wall. You know, oh, I saw, I saw a post the other day. Bradley Beal and John Wall have officially made like six hundred million plus together, and neither of them have seen a fifty-win season. Jesus Christ! 
50, a 50 win season. Not 60, a 50 win season. Harden and Westbrook, Westbrook and, and Beal. Like Westbrook and Beal was the best the Wizards have looked in many years. <laughs> I stand by that Wizards team. Russ, Wizards, Wizards, Russ was different. I, I, I'm, I will stand by that. But they weren't successful. They can look good, but they weren't successful. I'll agree. I'll agree. But that was a, that was a bad roster around them too. But I'm just saying, it's like in the in just the history of the league, two guards who don't really who don't really play defense don't work out well. The reason the Warriors worked out so well is because Clay Thompson was a all defensive player, all defensive team player, caliber player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even Steph now is is a slightly below replacement defender. Steph is a positive defender, actually. I think Steph. He, it's not that it's not that Steph is a horrible defender. Steph being a bad defender is just that Steph is undersized. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying like Clay was was is good at defense, amazing at defense. Andre, they, they, well, yeah, Steph no, was course. surround Steph was surrounded by by top tier defenders. That's 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 why the Warriors had worked. I mean, last year they were the best defense in the league. Yes, exactly. Dallas last year had one had a serviceable defense. They were middle of the pack. Now they're like terrible. middle of the pack. I'm pretty sure Dallas last year was like a top four defense. No, they were like 17. There's this really? offense was just so great. Last year, I'm pretty sure last year, yeah, they were middle of the pack. I thought it was the other way around last year. 2021, 2022. I got you. I got you. I'm gonna find it. There's I'm gonna just, find it. There was just such a great offensive team that like it didn't matter that their defense was average. I mean, yeah, but like, okay, defensive rating last year. They were six, six best defense in the league. That's in the good. league. That's really good. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. So I told just... you, Dallas was one of the better defenses in the league. Uh, offensive rating last year, the Dallas Mavericks were 15. Yeah, it was the other way around. Really oh. good defense. Yeah. You're thinking, like, literally, like, two years before, two years ago and three years ago, like, they had great offense and horrible defense. But, like, they kind of switched that last year, which is interesting to see. Which makes it all the more disappointing of where they stand now. Yep. Well, that being said, that is our grade of every team in the league. Which team are you giving the, the highest grade to? Highest that's, grade to me goes to the Kings. Undoubtedly. That's like a most improved thing. Like you're giving yeah. it like to the most improved. It's beyond just most improved. They're a third seed. They're legitimately a great team while also having low expectations. They have to have it for me personally. I expected, I expected a lot from the Cavs and stuff. They still made incredible moves. They're a close second, but Kings are my number one. What about you? They're giving it to Boston. Just for what? <laughs> for being where they are with all the stuff they had to deal with this year. I'm not giving it. Fucking Homer bias. <laughs> Fucking fad bias. There's no way, given expectations and given results, that, that Boston if has I... a higher. Has a in any world has a higher grade than the Kings because I at the very least expected Boston to be a playoff team, even with a different coach. I, I'm gonna take if most rosters, it's I'm gonna take away your best or second best defender, either way, he's your best rebounder, etc. Gonna take him out for like half the season. Your, your, uh, your coach who led you to the NBA finals. I'm just going to take it out, and we're going to put this random 30-year-old assistant as your coach. Mm-hmm. Not most teams will crumble on that picture. Like, yes, Boston's defense has taken a significant hit, but it's like most teams don't even come close to like being where they are. And they're only three games behind uh, Milwaukee. And yes, Milwaukee also are missing Chris Middleton for a huge chunk of the year. 
so you could like we could have this argument over injuries and stuff but i'm like still and even then three games behind milwaukee they have the they have the second best record in the league the kings are nearly a 50 win team and they're coming off of the longest playoff drought in American sports. Oh no, they, the they, longest they postseason drought in American sports. Nobody thought through. they were going to be good. Nobody thought they were going to be good at all. A, a lot of people, there, there are multiple people who didn't even think they were going to be a playing team. I thought they were going to be fighting for a playing spot. And they, they are the three team. seed. Yes, I thought they were going to be in the playing. Exactly. They are a three seed. In the West, at some point, was the two seed. They have the best offense in the league, and a very bad defense. They have the best <laughs> offense in the league. They, yes. they, they, they made the coaching pickup. They figured things out with Sabonis. They made the Keegan Murray pickup. They just did so many things throughout the whole league. That's the thing. They did more, I think, to, to have. To have earned the grade than the Celtics. The Celtics is more like they overcame, and that was very good, right? A lot of it, it's mostly for the Celtics. I'm only really crediting like Joe Mazzulla for the most part, because he he's stepped in well, and like the Celtics have continued to play well. But other than that, you expect the Celtics to be a good team. That's why I don't I don't see in any world that you like rate the the Celtics higher than the Kings, just because. When you're when you're when you're doing comparison to like walking into the league, what you thought versus like what the outcome was, it was so much more of a dramatic change with the Kings. No, it was like the Kings are the most improved, most improved mm-hmm. Kings. Then it's uh, Cleveland. I'm like, so what's your argument for 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 the Celtics then instead of Milwaukee? Because Milwaukee, I could also give an A to. They missed Chris Middleton for a whole lot of time. Like I, I w- and then they have a better record than the Celtics. And Giannis is an MVP candidate. Giannis is top three in MVP. Milwaukee has had a more consistent roster. Drew Holiday is blossomed as a player. They have a their team is more stable. Than, they also uh, missed a uh, lot of time with Drew Holiday too, because like Javon Carter had had good run. Like they were missing, a, they had a lot of injuries, and they still managed to stay afloat and be the one seed. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, they all had injuries. Uh, Jalen Brown was out for two weeks with a fractured yeah. orbital. That's what I'm saying. So if they, all had, if they both had injuries, but one team came out on top, then why would you take the Celtics but over just, the Bucks? The coaching. Because we're not, we're not saying most improved. We're not saying most improved. Who do you give the best score based off of? We are rating the teams from, from what we expected going into the league and what the results were. I don't see how you have the Celtics over the Kings if we're going based off of what the expectations were and what happened. You, you can say most improved or whatever, blah, blah, yes. But why are you separating it just to give the Celtics a window? Because there's, there's no comparison with like the moves that were made and stuff. I feel like the Kings are, are leaps and bounds above the Celtics. I'd put OKC over the Celtics as far as like what my expectations were and what the results were. Like this, the Celtics are maybe like the fourth team on my list. Okay. Um. I'm also, it's also late now. I'm going to bed. But I just Because yeah. I, I put the Cavs it. over the Celtics, too. In the Eastern Conference, I'm picking the Cavs over any other team. Okay. You gave the Cavs a higher grade than the Celtics, and you're picking the Celtics. But I said, who do you give the highest grade to? You gave the Cavs an A+, and you gave the Celtics an A. Because when we're, grade, we're grading off the moves and what they've done and the expectations. When you said the yes. highest grade, I just gave the team that I... I think has performed the best in the regular season. No, no, I'm talking about the grade, the uh, based on the grading system that we've been talking about this whole okay. episode, Mike. Fine, that grading system. Uh, Kings or Cleveland? Take your pick. Okay, I would I'm, say I'm doing the Kings. Cleveland, and is then... a, Cleveland is a much better team. Right, and if you're just doing it based on rating of the best, Milwaukee never had a slump the way that Boston did, and Boston had a slump without injuries. Milwaukee has not had that. Boston had like a month where they were just ass. Milwaukee's not had that without missing two out of their big three. 
All I know is the, these playoffs are going to be fun. Absolutely. Uh, I think they're going to be a bloodbath. It's in the West, especially because, like, I don't know. Like, Zion might come back for New Orleans. That could make things very difficult for Sacramento. Um, oh yeah, this is this is going to be a great, great playoff. Denver. Um, we don't know. Miami just dogged Philly Lord. today, so so who knows what happens if if that becomes a matchup? You know. <laughs> I don't want to face Miami in the first round. Nobody um, wants to face Miami in the first round. Miami's Miami's the best out of the Miami and New York are the best out of the bottom seed teams. Yeah, the, the, the want to face the Knicks. The Knicks are, are have been pretty hot recently. Like, yeah. But with that being said, I think I think we're good on that. This has been a long episode because we went over like all 30 teams in the NBA. We don't do that often, so appreciate that shit. We'll catch you guys next episode. <laughs> next week. And uh, uh, hope you enjoyed the regular season. Let's, let's get hyped for playoffs. All right. Peace out.